0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, it's fair. There is some haze, 70 at the KVOM studios on this Tuesday, the 27th of June, 2023. Rich Mollers with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and it's going to be a sunny, warm day today, a high of 92. Tonight brings a slight chance of overnight showers and thunderstorms, otherwise clear skies, low 73. Wednesday, sunny and hot. High of 101, heat index of 112. Wednesday nights low 76 under a clear sky. And Thursday and Friday, more heat. 105 with sunshine on Thursday, 104 on Friday. Right now, it's fair, little haze out, 70 at the KVOM studios. Let's send out congratulations this morning to our KVOM employee of the day, Sue Spivey at the Conway County Care Center. Obituaries this morning. Jana Lee Doty, age 69, of Perrin, died on Thursday, June twenty second. The funeral service will be this morning at 10 at the Harmony Baptist Church with brother Tony Harris officiating. Burial will be at Harmony Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Morrilton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the church. Agnes Teresa Aulis Gunther, age 83, died on Friday, June twenty third, Rosary will be held at Harris Funeral Home in Moralton this Friday at 6 p.m. Funeral Mass will be at St. Boniface Catholic Church at New Dixie, Saturday, July 1st at 10.30 a.m. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton, and memorials may be made in lieu of flowers to St. Boniface Catholic Church. Jerry Don Myers, age 81, of Birdtown, died on Friday, June 9th, He worked with his parents on the family farm then worked on mowing lawns push mowing until the age of 75. his caregivers frank ross hannah jones and kathy ross would like to thank debbie rodello the birdtown store birdtown community first responders area agency on aging and hospice care of arkansas graveside service will be thursday june 29th at 4 30 p.m at kilgore cemetery with brother jimmy williams and brother robert williams officiating Memorial donations in lieu of flowers may be made to Birdtown Community Park. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Osephine Peoples, age 107, of Houston, died on Saturday, June 24th. Funeral service will be this afternoon at 2 at the Antioch Missionary Baptist Church with Brother Larry Elmore and Brother Brad Underwood officiating. Burial will be at Antioch Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton, visitation will be one hour prior to service time at the church. Christopher Barrett Wingo, age 37, of Hot Springs, died on Tuesday, June 20th. He was a self-taught chef and is survived by his father, Damon Wingo, mother Karen Schmidt, stepmother Rhonda Wood, girlfriend Amanda Higgins, her son Caden Chisholm, two sisters, one brother, his grandparents Colleen Hall and Patsy Hawkins, and a nephew, among others. A memorial service for Christopher Barrett Wingo will be held at a later date with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.34 as we turn to news this morning. After residents and property owners had a day to assess damage incurred from the severe storms that brought hail, strong winds, and heavy rainfall to the area Sunday, Conway County Office of Emergency Management Director Steve Beavers provided an update on the extent of the damage that was noted throughout the county and what areas were most heavily impacted?
1: Worst the damages in walton Apollo area. We did have damages pretty much countywide. Large number of trees down, trees on houses, wind damage to homes and outbuildings. Uh, no injuries reported thus far.
0: In his update to the county's quorum court on Monday, Beavers also noted that Entergy Arkansas was about 90 percent complete with the damage assessments to its systems, and that most customers should have power restored sometime today. Those who reside in hard-to-access areas, however, may be without power through Wednesday. Entergy's outage map is showing still about 500 customers in Conway County are without power this morning. 735, it's fair and 70 with some haze out. On our way to a high of 92 with sunshine today, KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment.
1: Daddy Jean State Bank.
0: Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. at 736 Fair and 70 with Hayes at the KVOM Studios. Conboy County Quorum Court members have approved amendments to the county's ordinance that establishes the guidelines for a temporary use permit for the operation of villages and campsites in the county. For the 2024 solar eclipse, one of the major changes approved during Monday night's monthly meeting, according to County Judge Jimmy Hart, is that campsites can be established in a flood hazard area, but not in a designated floodway that is prone to flash flooding.
3: There's a whole lot of farmland on the west side of town. You know, Blackwell, 992, 95, you know, Plumville, Menifee, just making sure that we don't let people, if there were to be a, a flash flood event that we don't have a problem, but still yet making the flood hazard area available on a short-term basis.
0: In other matters from Monday's meeting, justices of the peace approved appointments to the Conway County Equalization Board and the Conway County Administrative Fire Board. Joellen Dunlap and Rhonda Trowbridge were both reappointed to the Equalization Board for a new three-year term that ends June 1st of 2026. Denise Carson was appointed to the Administrative Fire Board, replacing Robert Stobaugh for a five-year term ending June 30th of 2029. In a joint meeting of the Budget and Finance and Jail Committees held prior to the Quorum Court meeting, committee members discussed a possible salary increase for sheriff's deputies. A recommendation from the Jail Committee for the increase will be considered by the Budget and Finance Committee at a meeting scheduled for July 10th. The city of Russellville will be receiving over $23.7 million for a 13.8-mile expansion of its connected trail system, connecting the areas north of Interstate 40 to the south at Lockandam Park. The grant from the U.S. Department of Transportation was announced by Senators John Bozeman and Tom Cotton. The project will create approximately 13 miles of new active transportation infrastructure, connecting the trail system with the historic downtown district and shopping restaurants, and other businesses. The funding comes from the Department of Transportation's RAISE Discretionary Grant Program that works to invest in road, rail, transit, and port projects that promise to achieve national objectives. Arkansas is set to receive just over $1 billion from the U.S. Department of Commerce for high-speed Internet infrastructure. The Internet for All initiative is a component of President Joe Biden's Investing in America infrastructure agenda, and includes over $42 billion in high-speed Internet grants nationwide. Arkansas must submit a proposal describing how it will run its grant program within 180 days. The funding can be used to deploy or upgrade broadband networks. Once deployment goals are met, any remaining funding can be used to pursue eligible access, adoption, and equity-related uses, according to a Commerce Department news release. The Southwest Information Office of the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics has released Arkansas County Employment and Wage Statistics for the fourth quarter of 2022. The report shows the average weekly wage for the 6,800 workers in Conway County during the quarter was $928, the 23rd highest rate among the state's 75 counties. Perry County had just over 1,000 employed residents with an average weekly wage of $1,125 the seventh highest income in the state. Among surrounding counties, the average weekly wage was $983 in Pope County, $924 in Faulkner County, $813 in Yale County, and $798 in Van Buren County. Mississippi County had the highest average weekly wage in the state at $1,261. Sharp County reported the lowest weekly wage in the state, averaging $724 in the fourth quarter of 2022. All 75 counties in Arkansas reported weekly wages below the national average of $1,385 for the period. The state as a whole reported an average weekly wage of $1,065, ranking ahead of only Mississippi. Now 741, let's check markets with Carson Cahill of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton.
1: On Wall Street, a temped start to a rather quiet week. After last week's decline halted the S&P 500's weekly winning streak at 5, markets finished modestly lower on Monday with the S&P 500 falling 0.5% while the Dow gave back 13 points. Technology stocks continued their pullback following a sharp rally in recent months with the NASDAQ falling 1.2%. Rates were on the move with 10-year Treasury yields dropping back below 3.7% early in the day before finishing with a modest decline. With no particular news on Fed policy today, we suspect the downward move in rates could be attributed to a, more, to a move towards lower-risk investments amid the return of some weakness in the equity markets. That said, Monday's overall action began, and equities are still holding on roughly 14% year-to-date return. There is little in the way of major economic data releases scheduled in the coming days, likely keeping the market sight on inflation and jobs data in the weeks ahead. The Dow closed at 33,714 and 71 cents down 12.72 points. The Nasdaq closed at 13,335.78 down 156.74. Volume was moderate as 861 million shares traded hands on the big board today. taking a closer look at stocks of entrance to arkansans AT&T was up 18 cents at $15.63, Bank of America was up 34 cents at $28.09, John Deere and Company was up 5.74 at $410.19, Intergy was up $1.82 at $98.95, Under Armour was up 8 cents at $6.64, Simmons Bank was up 13 cents at $7.20, uh, excuse me, $17.25. Regions Financial was up $0.37 cents at $17.32. Southwestern Energy was up $0.08 cents at $5.58. Tyson was up $0.73 cents at $50.23. Walmart was down $0.41 cents at 155.05. dollars 05 LiveRamp was up $0.50 cents at $27.53. Interpublic Group was up $0.48 cents at $38.96. Nextera was up $0.12 cents at $74.29. Natural gas was up $0.04 cents at $2.77. Precious metals were higher today. Gold was up $3.30 at $1,932.90. Silver was up $0.47 cents at $22.83. I am Carson Cahill with Ever Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose, downtown Mortham.
0: From our community calendar, UACCM will hold a rededication and ribbon-cutting ceremony of the Dr. Larry D. Davis Workforce Training Center. Today at 2 p.m., a reception will follow in the lobby. The 2023 Hemmings Motor News Great Race will make a stop at the Museum of Automobiles on Pettyjean Mountain this afternoon from approximately 2 to 5 p.m. The public is welcome and general admission is free. The Plumberville City Council meets in a special called session tonight at six in the community room to discuss needed police cars, street overlay, and drainage issues. DAV Chapter thirteen will distribute food boxes to veterans on a first come, first served basis Thursday, eleven AM to one PM, or until all boxes have been given out. The distribution will take place at the DAV Service Office parking lot at two hundred six Maple Street in Moralton. The Atkins School Board will meet Thursday at 5 in the district boardroom. Mountain View Baptist Church atop Wolverton Mountain will hold its fifth Thursday night gospel singing. Thursday at 7 a potluck mill will follow the singing and all are welcome. This Friday is a deadline to register your team for the Moralton Parks and Recreation's men's and women's adult basketball leagues. You can register at the Morlton Community Center or call 501-354-4122 to learn more. Vacation Bible School happening this week at Plumerville First Baptist Church, 6 to 8.30 each night through Friday with dinner for all children at 5.30. It's open to children age 3 through the 6th grade. And it's also Vacation Bible School time at Calvary Baptist Church in Moralton for kids in grades 1 through 6. It's tonight through Friday from 6 until 8. Well, as you can imagine, we put a lot of effort into creating an all-local morning newscast for you. And it only makes sense to make that content to as many people as possible. That's why we launched the KVOM Newswatch. It's published each weekday and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find it via our website, kvom.com. Now 746. It's fair and 70 with some haze. Coming up, we'll visit with Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart on our close-up segment. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated.
1: Welcome home to Hometown Banking.
0: Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Okay, if you Sports,
2: I'm Eric Tyler. The Southeastern Conference released the Men's Basketball Conference opponents for the 2023-24 season on Monday. Arkansas will play five teams both home and away, including Georgia, Kentucky, LSU, Missouri, and Texas A&M. The will additionally host Auburn, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt once while traveling to Alabama, Florida, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State for single games. LSU baseball went from its low point of the season to the ultimate high in a span of 24 hours. A day after it gave up the most runs ever to a men's college World Series game, the Tigers cranked up their offense and won the program's first national title since 2009 with an 18-4 victory over Florida on Monday night in the third and deciding game of the finals. St. Louis Cardinals back in the States this week and start a six-game homestand tonight with a 6.45 p.m. game against the Houston Astros. Pre-game coverage starts at 5.50 on 99.3 FM. The Eagle. And look at weather now on this Tuesday. Got calm winds at the moment. Barometric pressure 29.93 inches. Low temperature this morning, 66 degrees. High Yesterday ninety five. A year ago today the low was seventy two, the high was eighty six. We no rain the last twenty four hours at KVOM total for the year thirty five point six seven inches. Our sunset this evening is eight twenty nine, sunrise tomorrow morning at five fifty nine. The forecast calls for sunny skies today with an afternoon high near ninety-two degrees. Below tonight seventy-three. Mostly clear, but then of showers in the overnight hours about 40 percent and then sunny and hot next few days 101 expected high wednesday heat index as high as 112 and then even hotter thursday 105 the actual high 104 on friday so some extreme heat coming our way and starting on wednesday and sticking around through most of the weekend we'll drop down a little bit by sunday and then through next week we'll have Uh, At least a small chance of rain back in the forecast by the weekend. But very hot to close this week. Triple-digit readings, again, expected starting on Wednesday. Right now, we've got fair skies, 71 degrees in Marlton, 10 minutes in front of 8 o'clock on KVOM Newsweek. Continues in just a moment.
1: Daddy Jean State Bank.
0: Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. It is 753 now on KVOM.
2: We're going to our close up interview this morning with Conway County, Joe. Jimmy Hart, good morning to you, Joe. Hey, how are you doing, Eric? Doing well, doing well. Got through uh, a little battle severe weather Sunday. It hit us pretty good there. Yes. A lot lot of damage throughout.
3: Quite a bit of damage, uh, both private and public. We had a lot of uh, trees down on the side of roads and uh, trees across State Highway on 92. It's a very large tree. I always kind of laugh. Somebody said 60-mile-an-hour winds, and I promise you those were... uh, When I see power poles and transforms on them blowed over, those were not 60-mile-an-hour winds. They were quite a bit in excess Mm -hmm. of that.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure and uh so road i guess your road crews stayed.
3: road crews stayed busy uh, fire departments helped out a whole bunch and we really do appreciate that and kind of it was a as i say a total team effort to get everything opened back up at least uh, not gathered up so just bear with us because we were working on getting some of that stuff picked up and out of the way but uh, at least got everything opened back up and apologize i actually have talked to energy twice there's still uh, quite a few folks out of power uh hopefully that's going to get a lot better today uh very hopeful of that uh that's the biggest thing right now i would say is folks it's out of power yep
2: yeah. yep and uh it's going to turn uh very hot starting tomorrow so uh, certainly need we,
3: that uh, I, i'm going to here. be really ugly we need to get the power back on today yeah absolutely. because if we don't it's going to create some problems for some of our farmers and and some of our folks that uh, like me at my age, I don't take heat as good as I used to. Yep,
2: yeah, for sure. So, uh, uh, hopefully, hopefully it will be resolved. And as you said uh, most of them today, but some some will be tomorrow. And yeah, so but uh, I'm hope, shooting for today. Yes, let's hope hope it's all today for sure. Bring the cavalry. We're ready. Yep. All right. Did have uh, of course Corbin Court meeting uh, last night. I guess the big thing from that. Uh, kind of amended the, uh, the ordinance that was passed on uh, as far as establishing villages or campsites for the eclipse. Yeah,
3: we have uh, actually worked on that quite a bit, and that was an amended actually an amended ordinance. And before it was over, it wound up being an, a, a twice amended ordinance, I guess you would say, Twigging it, trying to. Uh, uh, to uh, get some things in place. I know the biggest thing was actually allowing, ai uh, I'm gonna hope I get this right. Some ha- areas that are low lying areas that are not in floodways
2: hmm.
3: to be utilized for this eclipse. Cause I truly do believe, uh, this, the key to the success of this thing is, is it being heavily regulated for starters at the second place is, uh, and I look at Conway County at the Menifee exit, Plumville exit, the Marlton exits, uh, the black will exit those areas i've got a lot of what i call uh, pasture land farmland that and i hope you're wrong about the
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah predicting the weather i don't know where that came about from. the weather i hope it's
3: dry we're going to all pray for a dry spring and uh the key to this thing though with the vehicles on interstate 40 and that's going to be a you know that blue line covers uh, where that blue line really crosses interstate 40 is predominantly in conway county so um uh, mm-hmm going to be up to us and i think the key to this sign to keep the keep the flow open keep the infrastructure open is uh getting people off and providing places for these people to not only camp but i call it the day trippers yeah. you know that says a hard fast rule uh, uh you're not going to be allowed to park on the freeway you're not going to be allowed to park on the side of the freeway you're not going to be allowed to park on the state highway right away and you're not going to be allowed to park on the county right away we've got to keep this thing open for obvious reasons i mean it's a big big safety issue uh i've actually talked to aj gary department of emergency management and uh i'm hoping this follows through that uh hope we're going to see an influx of uh, national probably going to be utilized national guard uh hopefully we're going to get a beefed up presence of our state police to, you know and the theory process is uh, hopefully national guard freeway state police on state highways and now, county law enforcement probably going to be handling a lot of stuff on county roads. It's going to be all hands on deck. Um, I keep saying this, and everybody thinks I'm on something, and I, maybe I'd rather be over-prepared than under-prepared. Uh, think about what I'm going to say. Cash for Alming, and that's where we've got a lot of our information from. Uh, if you know anything about our map of the United States, you've got to really be wanting to go to Cash for yeah. go to Cash for Alming and uh two minutes and 25 seconds and three hundred thousand people in total gridlock so we're going to try to as much as we can avoid that and how you avoid it if you can park a hundred thousand vehicles off off the freeway and off the state highway and off the county road you have probably maybe not maybe you've not achieved everything but you're a lot better off and you are all piled up in them roadways
2: yes absolutely for sure so and uh yeah planning uh planning very important yeah you can Everything's set up early as we're doing. Everybody's
3: put a lot of work into this, a lot of different facets of it going on, a lot of working parts. But, uh, you know, as time gets closer, because, you know, you hear this, well, you know, we've got these – we're not hearing a whole lot, but uh, I would suspect somewhere between 90 and 120 days out uh, there's going to be a lot of activity. I know our neighboring counties, I know uh, Pope County, the last I heard a three-night minimum in a hotel up there was – 900 night. if you went to i think it's hotel six hotel eight i can't even remember i think mm-hmm. they're 500 night. Yep. so crazy anyway it's going to be a, i tell folks this if you hadn't got an inkling of what it's going to be uh, i i encourage you to go to the chuck wagon races in clinton arkansas and you'll get just an inkling of what's coming yep
2: and it'll be yeah
3: bigger than that so yeah it's, it's going to be much got, much yep. larger
2: than that for sure all right. So that was uh again uh, approved during the meeting last night and didn't have a whole lot of other business, little No, black, we had a couple of, had a couple resolutions.
3: You know. We took and appointed uh reappointments to equalization board Rhonda Trowbridge and I underlined it somewhere here, Eric. And uh yeah, go Joel Dunlap. Dunlap yeah. yeah. And then Miss uh, uh Denise Carson will be uh assuming the new uh, position. From a expiring term, Mr. Robert Stoball, Ms. Denise, will be assuming that position effective July 1, as far as I can tell. Okay.
2: All right. So those appointments. And, uh, of course, did talk a uh, little bit about, uh, I guess, salary increases. Didn't have any action on that yet. Yeah, they took.
3: And the uh, personnel and governmental, I think, had a meeting personnel committee and actually a joint meeting with the Budget Finance Committee. But the recommendation was take the Budget Finance Committee and look at some... Meteor increases, there's uh, quite a bit going on right now with law enforcement as far as trying to uh, you know, trying to get those fellows and uh, guys that put their lives on the line better compensated, but at the same time, uh, you know, hopefully what we're going to be able to do is lift the hood up and look at maybe doing something for, for all county employees.
2: For yeah, sure. All right. And they, uh, they deserve it. Hard-working folks do us a so, good job. And uh, again, no action on that. Yeah, that'll be uh, no. That's still next I month. think so, it's going to be so.
3: discussed the tenth. Yeah. I believe it's the tenth. They're going to have a meeting and see what you know what we can come up with. Okay.
2: All right. Our county J. Jimmy Hart. Anything else for us this morning? Uh,
3: <laughs> not that I can think of. Everybody, just uh, if you don't have power, please turn your fan on. Stay cool and just just hopefully, like I said, after today, uh, it will there'll be much much improved to what it was.
2: Yep. All right, call, call me County Joe, give me heart joining us eight oh one now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.